0: Cranford Radio, once again, is at the Cranford Dramatic Club for an interview. And this is a special one because it's the first show of the 100th season for the Cranford Dramatic Club. They are the longest-running community theater, I believe, in the state of New Jersey. And we're a recent winner of one of the Perry Awards for community theater. So congratulations to all of you on that. What we're going to be talking about tonight is that first play, which is A Few Good Men. Who wants to tell me a little bit about the story without giving away too much?
1: Basically, without giving away too much, it's the story of two Marines who are stationed at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. And uh, during their time there, they uh, engage in a disciplinary action on a fellow Marine. And things go horribly wrong very quickly, and uh, there is a subsequent trial uh, because of what happened and what took place. And uh, where the other actors kind of fall into this is just finding out exactly what happened, who ordered what, why was it done, where did the order come from, and who ultimately should go to jail for this crime.
0: Now, this is radio, so people can't see what I'm seeing as I'm interviewing you, but you're all in some form of military dress. I'm curious, have any of you actually served in the military? Yes, I have. As dir- That's uh, one of the reasons why I
1: was uh, chosen to... Uh, uh, we originally had uh, a director in place, and things between the theater and the director didn't work out. Uh, I was already playing the role of uh, Nathan Jessup, L- Lieutenant Colonel Jessup, and because of my military background, I was in the Marine Corps for seven years. I have extensive military training, uh, much of the protocol within the show has to be done right. Uh, if it's not done right, you will have audience members who will see you after the show and call you on it and tell you that you did something wrong or it was that's not the way it's done in the military. And my highest priority was to make sure my actors looked correct on stage, especially when it came to the military protocol. So I stepped in, became director, and here we are, three days before opening, and we're very proud of what we have.
0: Tell me a little bit about your military service, other than the fact that you were in the Marines for seven years. Uh,
1: I was trained as an aviation
0: ordnance technician, which uh, means that uh,
1: I worked in the helicopter, the rotary wing community. And within the rotary wing community, I was in charge of bombs, rockets, missiles, flares, guns, anything that a helicopter could shoot, throw, drop, uh, and use as ordnance. It was my job to take care of that ordnance, load it on the aircraft, offload it from the aircraft, make sure that the aircraft systems regarding the ordnance and aviation uh, were in top shape. And that was my job, take care of all that stuff. So, And I did a good job because I'm still here to talk about it.
0: Now, this play is one that has appeared on Broadway. It was a movie which many people are familiar with, with Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise. When you're performing a drama like this that many people may be familiar with already, you lose a little bit of that surprise factor that People might have when it's a, a play they're not familiar with. So, how do you overcome that that challenge of perhaps you're not really surprising the people who are, are watching this with how the uh, the play comes out?
2: I think for me, um, the first thing to do is is to really concentrate on the text itself of the play. Um, you, you want to avoid any movie or past performances completely. And you want to concentrate on what the intention is, what the actors are trying to get from the other actors and from the scene and the through line of the story. To concentrate on those basics, I hope that I was able to find something different than what had come before me. Um, But that, you know, you try to keep that out of your mind. But you also give yourself permission because at a certain extent, there's going to be things that are just the same. I myself, I I memorize movies just by seeing them it's just something I do. So in my head I still I haven't seen the movie in years but I still can hear certain things and I'm sure that they are coming out in the performance. So but you try to find something you try to concentrate on the text and then you try to find something original here and there that you can throw into scenes. Um you know maybe you avoid something too that they did in the movie so that that's how I do it.
3: Yeah, I agree with everything Mike said and also I know for my character specifically the film And the play, her text, her dialogue is actually different, quite a bit different in a few of the scenes. So I think that helps. And for me, this is actually my first big theater production. I come from more of a TV and film background. And so for me, it feels very different because in TV, in the film, it's much smaller. You can play a lot more in live theater and make the character much bigger than kind of how you would play it if you were being filmed doing it. So I think it's quite different and I think it's it, it gives you a, a different feel just for the character in general
0: are you the only woman that appears in this uh, particular play
3: yes I am <laughs>
0: <laughs> and does that present any particular challenges for you um
3: No, it's actually been wonderful Dressing room? Yes, my dressing room is is interesting That's a little different (laughs) Not crowded Yes, I have my own bathroom So as a woman, (laughs) that's always a great thing But no, all the guys have been wonderful And, um, you know, it's been fun trying to play up the personality To match these statuesque guys, some of them and, And trying to make myself feel bigger To match up to them in some of the scenes So it's been a lot of fun
2: yeah, it's it's uh it's really something because although the play is one big ensemble and it's really been great in this particular production to have that kind of rewarding ensemble experience, the, the play is also divided into groups and people rely on each other, they do scenes a lot together, so the three of us have actually been in the majority of scenes together and we're able to lean on each other, so... Mm-hmm it's it's less about guys and girls i think yeah. but
4: then more about like just being able to listen to your partners i think it goes to the core of what being part of a unit a military unit is i mean you have to look out for each other you have to have each other's backs and i think that kind of is ingrained in in us i think it's not just us three but i think you can see within the production the, the ensemble members who are playing part of the marines They all look out for each other backstage, on stage. They have each other's backs. It's been a real bonding experience. And Matt Matt tends to yell at them more
0: than us. Oh, yeah, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) This play is by Aaron Sorkin. A lot of people, obviously, are familiar with the play, but they're also familiar with, I'm sure, some of his other works, such as The West Wing, The American President. There are some circanisms, if you will, that he's known for, such as The Walk and Talk, which I guess you can't really do on a stage uh, like you can in TV. Oh, you do? Uh, We do,
4: yes. We do.
0: And the fast-paced dialogue, is is that a special challenge, trying to, to do some of that? It
1: certainly is. Uh, there's, and it's twofold. The first thing is, uh, when doing any production, you have to move the story along. You have to communicate the story to the audience. And with this particular, uh, production, the dialogue is so set spe- in a specific way, uh, that you have to really push the pacing of the dialogue, uh, so that the audience doesn't get bored because it can, with, because of how it's constructed, where literally you have one word, the next actor will have a word, third actor will have a word, it's back to you. It literally is ping-ponging all around this, the, uh, the uh, stage, especially in the courtroom scenes. So you have to communicate the story to the audience and move it along. Uh, additionally, because as I was saying, how this dialogue is set up, uh, we have to keep the pace really on top of pacing because it can get stale very quickly if someone misses a cue line. And there are so many places, as an example, within the dialogue, especially the second act where uh, the um, prosecuting attorney has to stand up and object to something that Lieutenant Caffey is raising within the courtroom scene. And if you're not paying attention, you're not listening, it's very, very, very easy to get lost as to where you are because you jump up and you say the same word. 18 times and you have to know which time this is and what follows it and where you are
0: in the script it's very very challenging as i mentioned in the opening this is the 100th season for the cranford dramatic club the club won the perry award do you think that that brings any special attention on this first performance of the season this year (laughs) Uh, i can
4: speak to that um as president of the club it has been quite an honor to receive that from nj act uh especially after 100 years of continuous performances. I think it's uh, something we're starting off this season with a, no pun intended, the shining star. Uh, this is a, an amazing production. We have an amazing cast. We have, it, it, it is a tight show. I think it is a, it's a completely well-oiled machine that's been led by Matt that has been, and and everybody in the production has had their heart and soul in it. So, whomever comes out to see it and everybody should uh, will come away thinking wow I cannot believe that 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 was here in Cranford because to me we do Broadway level stuff here and uh, I'm very proud to be president it's an honor to be a part of this production of this club so to answer your question I don't think it's pressure because we are still doing the quality work we've always done
1: no pressure. I, no pressure. No, I mean, it, there's
4: always pressure because you want to do your best, and but we have always done our best, and this just comes to the same level that CDC has been producing for the last 100 years, if not Indeed. more so. To me, I've uh, I think it is truly one of the best plays we have done here, and I don't know how long we've done great shows, but this is like boom, boom, boom. The 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 way everyone works off of each other. The way – this is the, hard, the hardest part. You're talking about the Sorkin method. It's not about speeding through your lines because you have to – was that me personally? <laughs> I had to <laughs> slow it down. It's about being on top of each other and being an, and having that constant momentum. And to see that progression and to see how things have grown, it has been like a joy to be a part of. So, yes, it's, it's I'm quite proud of everything for the show and for the club. So, yeah.
2: I would just like to add one small thing is like when you work at a certain theater, um, and there's a certain level of expectation, then you kinda rise to the expectation of what you're doing. This is one of those theaters, this is this is a community theater and there's a stigma that goes along with community theater. Yeah. Um and I I don't like that philosophy at all. I never have. I didn't when I was doing other kinds of theater because to me you can make it as professional as you make it. And people come in here and in this particular production in the two other ones that I've been involved in here and they really make it a professional production. So
4: that expectation of this theater is very strong and it's it just makes the experience so special. Just in the costumes alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, these costumes are, I think, right off of Broadway. They know they because they they are and they <laughs> we pay for them all right Cause <laughs> they ain't cheap, yeah. so uh you know and 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 their and the set and and everything we 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 put one hundred and fifty percent, if not more i can't tell you how many nights I've been here till one o'clock in the morning, just cleaning and getting things ready <laughs> It's been a lot you know and with with our producer Elizabeth Howard, who has been like the backbone of this entire production. Uh, I really don't believe we would be as far as we were without her from the very beginning. So um, kudos to her and everybody who's been involved in this. So,
0: yeah. Well, who wants to tell me when the play is going to be performed and how folks can get tickets? Yes, we open on Friday, October 19th. We run
4: Saturday and Sunday matinee at 2 p.m. following that. And then the following Friday, October 26th. And then we have two shows on the 27th, a matinee at two, and uh, our final performances at 8 p.m. Tickets can be purchased at cdctheater.org, and that's theater spelled R E at the end. And you get them and buy them in advance because they're $20 in advance, but they're 25 at the door. And a military discount. And there is a mil- – yes, we have a military discount, uh, which you can get at the door. You can come here, just pre- uh, present your military ID, and tickets will be $15 for uh, any military or servicemen who have served
0: our country. Thank you. Thank you all very much for spending some time telling us about A Few Good Men here at the Cranford Dramatic Club. Thank you, Bernie. Thank you very much. Thank you very Thank much.
4: You.